0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Expect Butterflies, the Law of Attraction channel with Alora Cheek, and I'm here to talk to you about conscious creation. How do we keep doing that thing called allowing? Allow, allow. <laughs> welcome. Hello, and welcome to episode six of this podcast for Expect Butterflies, and this one is about what happens when you find yourself pushing while you're doing a law of attraction tool? Which is exactly what happened to me this morning, which is why this is the perfect time to talk about this. So, right now I'm in the I'm on like day three of a 28 day gratitude project, and you, there's different ways that I'm writing gratitude in the morning. There's like I swear I think it's like 700 women on Facebook that are doing this, and I have an accountability partner and everything, right? So day one. Oh my gosh, the way that they're having me do gratitude, which I can talk about at some point, uh, maybe not in this podcast, but I am flying high. I am feeling the love. I'm writing it down. I'm saying thank you. I'm having the time of my life. The next day, I'm, I'm doing the same thing too, but I could notice just a little bit of resistance creeping in. But Day three today, it was so hard. The gratitude practice was so hard. I spent most of my time thinking, I got to do this right. I got to do this right so that I can have the feel good. I got to do this right so that I can keep transforming. I got to do this. Come on, come on. Get into the state of gratitude. Think, think, think about what you're grateful for. Write about what you're grateful for. Now, it's kind of funny because I'm a normally pretty grateful person. I would almost say very grateful person. But I was taking my gratitude and putting it into a specific format for this practice this gratitude thing I'm doing. And I'm doing it, you know, in the morning like I'm supposed to. And I'm going to report on it to somebody else. And so I got completely tangled up in the doing part of it. And this happens. You might find a law of attraction tool, whether it's a focus wheel, or it's a rampage of positive aspects, or a gratitude list, or or any of these things, even meditation. And you might find that instead of enjoying it, it's stressing you out. It's hard to do and when you're done with it you feel worse (laughs) than when you started so first of all i want to tell you that's normal not every tool is meant to work in every situation Um, my favorite teacher abraham talks about how when you're in a different state of emotion different tools will work better right so if you're feeling really really angry or really really sad some tools will just irritate you right so uh, and then when you're feeling better some tools work better so Part of it has to do with what's your main point of attraction at that time, your main vibe. And what is your point of attraction? I like to think if I was going to walk up to the piano and play a note or a chord or a bunch of notes that maybe don't go together to reflect not what I think I'm feeling, but what I'm really feeling, what I'm really vibing, what would that sound like, right? Hmm. So I want to find a tool that matches that, (laughs) helps helps that sound, (laughs) helps transform that, that my music, my inner music. So first of all, I want you to know it's normal for uh, you to get uh, done with a tool for a while. You might cycle through them. Number two, it's also not unusual to find yourself in this place where you're pushing. Okay. That happens, right? That happens. And that happens for a number of reasons. One is I'm not going to number them. If I number them, I'm not going to remember what number I'm at. Number one, number two. Then I'll say A, B, C. I do that all the time. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's some reasons why you're pushing. You might be afraid to truly be happy. I am realizing that since I've upped my meditation practice and came back from my last Law of Attraction cruise and I can feel things are coming into my life, there is a part of me, illogical as it may be, to the 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 me that knows that life is only supposed to get better and better and better that's trying to put the brakes on i am trying to put the brakes on things coming to me i'm trying to put the thing brake on things getting better why for me sometimes when i realize i don't know what getting better looks like there's a little fear there like it's one thing if i can picture oh getting better is going to have this baby or or when we move to this new house or whatever. But right now, I've got the babies. I've got the house. I don't know what better looks like. I don't know exactly what's going to come into my life. The unknown, my brain's gone, oh, we don't do the unknown, right? We're supposed to classify and quantify and organize things that are known. So we're going to put the brakes on that. And we're going to keep working with what you've got. Nah, no, no, no. Once I realize that that's what it is, I can laugh and go, oh, no. Nah, the good things that come to me are by default, good things. (laughs) Things that make me feel better, um, by their very definition, feel better. So it doesn't really matter what it is. It's going to feel good and it's going to be better. So brain, uh, absorb and organize that. The brain's like, okay. Part of the challenge may be that I have forgotten to actually choose to be happy. This is a choice that we continue to make over and over and over again. And it could be holding on to a hurt. I could be looking too much at what is. I could be trying to subconsciously slow myself down so that I don't like outrun energetically a relationship that I'm trying to stay in or a group I'm trying to stay in. whatever it is that I think and it's not about them. They have no idea that I'm doing this. I'm just doing this with myself. <laughs> I'm just you know sabotaging myself for the fun of it. So uh, if I haven't said, you know, wait a minute, dude, the whole point of doing this tool is to be happy, which leads to, I actually think it's the third thing, I might be tracking this, which is trying to get things done. When you sit down with the tool because you're trying to get something, you're trying to um, get that client or more clients to call, or you're trying to get that money to come to you, or you're trying to get that relationship to shift. If you are doing the tool, with even meditating because you're trying to get something done, that will trip you up. That will trip you up every time because the whole point of doing the tool is to let go. is to not take the action journey, but to take the emotional journey, to take the feeling journey. And it's to put your brain back into proper symbiosis with the rest of you. You know, it's it's to put your brain back in the, the proper mix with your intuition and your knowing. Not to take the brain and get rid of it, but to quiet it and to say, look, you don't come first, you come second. First is my connection, my connection with myself, with my source, with, and that's my intuition, you know, first is my connection, uh, and the most am- amazing information is my intuition, that comes to me, and then yes, you can go in and do the thing that you do, brain, but let's remember, where you belong there's an image somebody had in a cartoon a long time ago like who's in the front seat who's driving the car is it your heart or is it your head put put your put your brain in the back seat and uh, but it's still in the car we don't want to get rid of our brains you want to say brain I love you but here's your job and then your brain will say oh great thank you I love to feel loved and I love to have a job that's my point is to have a job so here's what I did to stop pushing on my tool Well, I just did the tool and then I pushed, I pushed, I didn't do it the way that I wanted to, but I didn't try and redo it. I just let it go. I went, you know, the most important thing that happened is that I actually sat down and tried something. I spent my 15 minutes or half an hour in the morning to work on my emotional state, to do my law of attraction work, to go into my personal workshop. That is the most important thing that every day I'm taking time to do something. Because even if I'm in resistance, I'm learning something. Contrast is important. Contrast is what? It's the frick. Imagine, can you imagine if life was all ice? And we're not talking like ice that the kids have been skating on for a long time at the rink and it's all chucked up and you, know, you can almost fall on it just by looking at it. No, I'm talking about just absolute no blemishes, completely just slippery ice all in front of you. Just pure white ice. How would you move forward? How would you move forward? Sometimes I just think contrast is the grip. is the grip that allows us to have traction to go forward in our lives. Now, we don't want so much so much contrast that we're like stuck, our leg is through the ice and it's cold down there and we're dangling, we're like, help, help. We don't want that much contrast. We don't even want so much contrast that our legs are getting tired in walking. We want the perfect amount of contrast that we know what we don't want, now we know what we do want and we can actually move forward easily, effortlessly. We're not even really thinking about the contrast unless we pay attention to it, unless we go, oh yeah, there is some sticky beneath my feet. And I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the sticky because without that sticky, I would be getting nowhere. That honestly is the point of contrast. It really is the, it really is the traction behind expansion, so to speak. That, um, that no, what I don't want. So, I didn't. I what I didn't do is I didn't sit here and think total horrible thoughts about the fact that I was pushing this morning in my practice. I have learned that sometimes that happens. It's okay. Tomorrow's another day. Don't worry about it. Nothing. There's nothing serious going on here. Nothing serious is going on here. If the worst thing that happened to me all day is that I couldn't quite get into the gratitude in the morning for my practice, right? so it's just me and a piece of paper and a pen. It right? is all good, right? It's it's not a big deal. So you gotta tell yourself that. You gotta gently remind yourself. First of all, a I'm doing the work. B nothing serious is going on here. And then C Remind yourself, the point of this exercise is not to do anything. The point is to feel something. Now, I am doing something. I'm doing the exercise. So you can say to your brain, brain, here's your job. Your job is to do this exercise so that you can feel better. That's it. That's it. So for these 15 minutes or 20 minutes, your job is to take all the to-do lists and all the action items that are in your brain brain, and put it aside. Your job is to table it and put it aside so that you can focus right now on this feeling journey. This is the action. Your action right now is this feeling journey, right? And to do that, and then, like I said, if you can do the practice again, great. If you can't, no worries. The next day, maybe you try the same practice. Maybe you're inspired to do a different practice. Don't worry about it. But the most important thing to do is to not keep uh, driving a wedge. (laughs) into your feelings by saying gosh darn it I'm gonna do this practice even even if it hurts I'm gonna get this done because that's the exact opposite of what you want the exact opposite of what the point of the tool is the tool is is that when you get done you feel better than you did when you started if you're already at a feeling of relief and you can aim for joy, then you're, you're at or closer to joy. If you're down at the bottom of the emotional scale you need some relief, then you're at or closer to relief. These are the points of the tools. I laughed and said to myself, boy, tomorrow what I'm going to do is I'm going to have to meditate in order to get into a state where I can actually do the gratitude, which will put me in the state that is the same state sometimes as meditate. <laughs> Which basically is my way of saying, be honest with yourself and just say, what is it that I need to do in order to make this work? I also realize that I have been letting too much thought creep in in the morning before I do my morning practice. This may not be for everybody. I'm going to throw it out there in case it helps and honestly, it's just like, oh, let me just check. Let me just check Facebook or check my email. No, don't. Don't do it. Or, um, I mean, if you've got kids, you know, they need you you know, and all that stuff. But, or I just want to lay in bed. I want to just hit the snooze button and like, no. Seriously, when it's time to get up, I find that when I get up, I get in there and I'm in that fresh, just woken up state, even still kind of sleepy, sleepy. Mm, and I can just get in there and I sit down and I do my practice, my meditation, just whoo. Whoa, there it is. My gratitude practice. There it is. And I'm talking even like today. I was like, well, let me get some water and and you know do this and do that and set this. Just just that amount of doing made it a little bit harder for me. Now, granted, when you're like completely in the flow and you've been meditating like a rock star for like all this time, what what either you won't be inspired to get the water or getting the water and all that stuff won't bother you. I'm not saying don't drink water. You get the point. But I've admitted to you already that I've been having some resistance about letting myself go to the next level. It's like that glass ceiling they talk about. I can feel when um, I'm about ready to move into a place that I don't have a model for. And I start to throw these these sort of strange emotional blocks in my way um, and honestly, yeah, true story. Like, I even talked to somebody I know who's a psychologist, and I said, Some, what is this? Once in a while, I get this urge to just take my keys and, like, throw them into the river. Like, just, I'm holding onto my car keys. I just want to launch them into the river. And they said, oh, that's that has a name. There's a, don't worry. It happens. It happens to everybody. And there's a name for it, and it's totally normal. And I thought, well, it may be normal, but I don't like it. Like, I don't like it. It doesn't happen very often. But then they'll be like, uh like every number of years, there'll be like a, a wave of this for a couple of weeks where I'm kind of going through these these weird thoughts that uh, I don't like them. And then I had an epiphany one day and it was when I was going to have my third kid. I had two kids already and I'd had them for quite some time. So there's a, a six-year gap between the last two and I was going to have a third and I started doing the whole <laughs> throw my keys over the bridge thing and I realized I am moving into a paradigm that I don't know. Like I I was a, there's just two of us growing up, right? And my other cousins I was close. There's two of them. Like I only know two, The best friends down the street too. Like two kids is what I knew. Two kids is is the the, the picture of the family for, for me, the way I was raised. And and I'm moving into uh, having a family of five and the little kid in me. The subconscious, me, had no idea what that was going to be like. And I didn't have a model for it. I couldn't look at my parents and say, how did you do it? <laughs> right? I couldn't look at my childhood and say, what was that like? And as soon as I recognized that, I went, oh, oh, that's what that is. Yeah, I'm breaking my own glass ceiling. I'm moving into a place I don't have a model for. And then, boom, all of those, that, the thing about um, those thoughts, Right? The bridge thoughts went away, they just disappeared. So it's the same thing that's happening with me right now, is to say I'm moving into a place that I I don't have a model for. I don't have a model for being put together at this age, in this way, in exactly the way that I'm doing it. And I'm not doing anything like quote unquote special or different, it just has to do with me. It's all about me and me, it's all about you and you. You know, to the outside world, you look like you're just doing what everybody does. But inside of you, there's a part of you that doesn't feel like it has. It's going to have any traction. So it's throwing traction in the way. (laughs) It's like, well, here's some resistance. (laughs) If you're resisting it, here's more resistance. Well, it doesn't throw resistance. Resistance is you resisting. You see what I'm saying? So here's the deal. I put a little bit of extra in here as we talk about this concept of why, 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 why might we sabotage ourselves from doing, from doing a tool and why might doing a tool be difficult. And if we can just gently gentle ourselves through this process, we will totally be able to keep doing the biggest thing that matters in manifesting a life you want consciously, which is consistency. That's it. It's Consistency. You can look at somebody with all the muscles and say, did you do every gym practice perfectly? They're like, no. What was your biggest secret? I just kept going. (laughs) I didn't give up. I I kept working out and here I am. And that's what it is. The thing about this is, is consistency. And every little bit adds. Every little bit adds that muscle mass. Every little bit, even if it's not the best workout, every little bit adds that, that practice for your brain to allow, allow, allow. Yeah, and so it is. Thanks for listening. You have just listened to Expect Butterflies, the law of attraction channel with Alora Cheek, and I hope you have an incredibly aligned day. You can catch more at expectbutterflies.com.